Hello, you're listening to Speak Up Podcast, a podcast initiative by Zeka Malaysia, one of the country's largest youth organisations. Here, we involve youth in Malaysia and beyond in conversations about the United Nations Global Goal Number 4, Quality Education. This episode was recorded by our local committees during our Speak Up volunteer projects in summer of 2020. Welcome to the Speak Up podcast by Isaac in Help University. So I am Yong Jie, the host of this podcast. So our podcast will consist a total of three episodes, each covering a different topic on education. And so for today's episode, we will be talking about how has COVID-19 affected the education system of Malaysia, and we will be pretty much targeting the positive and negative effects. And so in each of our podcast episodes, we will be inviting a special guests along with our virtual volunteers from all parts of Malaysia and Indonesia to share their opinions on this podcast. So for today, joining us is a Form 6 teacher, Juan Lili Giuliani Binti Jafar. So let us all welcome her. If you all can, like unmute your mic and give her a round of applause, lah, right? And then next, uh, so we also have our virtual volunteers who will be joining us and they will be Zaid, Magdalene and also Anisha. All right. So welcome to the podcast and I hope that we all can have an enjoyable time here. And so as I mentioned, we will be speaking about how has COVID-19 affected the education system in in Malaysia. And maybe somebody, uh, maybe any of you has like something to say about this. Maybe Juan Lili can uh, say something about this. All right, sure. So um, in my opinion, how COVID-19 has affected the education system of Malaysia, mm-hmm. Well, on the positive note, we'll start with a positive right? Right. Um, the teachers, uh, we have to teach um, online, which is thing we don't really do, right? Because mm, sorry, Juan Lili. Uh, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, you know that I think your line is a bit. Uh, most of. Ah, yes. Hello? <laughs> yes. Sorry, sorry. Okay. 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 As sorry, I was sorry. saying, um, can, can you hear me now? Sorry. Yes, we can. We can. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so as I was saying, for us teachers, it's something new, the online teaching and learning, right? Because we've been, all this while we've been doing face-to-face interactive, you know, interaction. But now mm-hmm. as we were hit by COVID, we have to do more of online teaching. So as teachers, we are also learning something new. And we will try to search for innovative solutions to make our online um, teaching fun for our students. Yeah. I mean, it's it's more of um, something interactive. And of course, um, facing our students via Zoom or Google Meet, you know, something new for us 
Yeah, not the normal hallway with lots of words on it. Yes. Yeah. Has your teaching experience changed? Yeah, anyone yes. Uh, mm. <laughs> sorry? Has your teaching experience uh, changed? So, um, Oh yes, it has. Um, but uh, our teachers—they are—they are very of this new thing, and they are willing to learn something new. You know, so it's it's good. It has been a very positive. Um, Sorry, Pon Lily, I think your connection has uh, been yeah. unstable again. Oh, again? Oh my gosh. Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> right, sorry. Right. Okay, it was okay just now, isn't it? Mm, it was okay just now. All right, maybe someone else can um, give their opinion on how they um, see the education system now. Yep. So we heard from the teacher's point of view. So maybe, you know, the student's <laughs> point of view. Yeah. I so I feel like I also agree with Pon Lily. Like, um, uh, one of the one of the positive things is that teachers can actually, uh, create their own like an, an interesting way of teaching, and this can be maybe implemented and it can be useful in the future. And then also I feel like as students, it I think it's easier for us to access notes because. Um, everything will be recorded online. As you guys know, like face-to-face, -face, um, especially secondary, is more on like textbook. And like the things that like teachers write on the blackboard, if you like don't, if you don't take it down, you you won't take it down. Like you, you won't get ex any access to those unless your friends have it. And then like you just have to copy one go. But like, I think it's easier for us to access notes. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Magdalene. Anybody else has anything to add on to that? Hello, can I? Yeah, sure. Okay, um, I'm totally agree with uh, Tunali about the effect of uh, COVID-19 in education system, of, uh, especially in Malaysia. Um, because since the Malaysia government imposed uh, MCO, if I'm not mistaken, it's a movement control order. Uh, it's got from uh, 18 March. So um, all schools in Malaysia and then um, the officers uh, temporarily closed for a while and then it makes uh, students and employers should uh, work from home or uh, study from home. And that's why uh, online teaching uh, teachers should um, find their um, innovative learning to engage or to encourage uh, the students uh, learn material. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. All right. Okay. Maybe we can move on to another question. So, like, um, <laughs> as we know, like, COVID nineteen uh, is a big change and all, and some people may be flustered about like what they can actually do during this pandemic, la. So, uh, we have perspective from Pon Lily, uh, from from the perspective of a teacher and also like of course the three virtual volunteers from the students lah. so the question is what are the activities that the students can do during this pandemic <coughs> essentially for their education uh, education wise 
um, activities in terms of um, learning wise, right? Yes. Well, um, they will be having, well, number one, they'll be having their classes, right? And um, the, I do agree with what Anisha mentioned just now regarding the, uh, sorry, was it Madeline? Madeline, I suppose, um, the notes and everything will be shared online and it will be there rather than on the board, right? So um, I've, I believe that the students will will do their revision um, in a more effective way because it, because you know that you guys just cannot live without your handphones, correct? So all your notes or whatever it is given, uh, references given by the teachers, it will be on your handphone. So it is easily accessible for you. And um, I do encourage my students to read um, and um, watch YouTubes, which is um, which uh, pertaining to the uh, the lessons or the topics that we have given in um, in our Google Classroom sites. So yeah, and I know that for my um, student body in my college or the MPTE, we call it, um, they do organize a uh, online games just to get the students away from education in that sense. They actually organize a PUBG uh, tournament uh, during uh, the MCO just to let the students to not feel so uptight and you know, because you know when during MCO you can't really go out and um, hang or chill with your friend. So by having these online games, which is in a very controlled manner, so they, they get to sort of like interact with their friends. And um, the tournament, we also invited some other Form 6 colleges to participate. So I think that is something good, in my opinion. Uh, see, that's actually something surprising to hear. <laughs> I know, PUBG, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we also have Mobile Legends. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. Oh, the wow. The students organize it themselves. So I'm very proud of them. I see. All yeah. right. All right, then for, from the students' point of view, maybe, Zaid, do you want to share anything? Hi, yeah. Yeah. All right, so I agree on what Miss Lady said. That there are a lot of other activities that the students can do of course there are online classes for them to attend but there are a lot a lot a lot of other stuff that they can learn actually not just academic wise but just for entertainment as well like for example uh through the online classes they can actually learn how to use various interactive applications like zoom or any other google suit um besides that there are many other games as well uh, not just like for fun purposes and entertainment, but for educational uh, and learning games as well. Like you can actually watch YouTube or or there are, there are even uh, some online courses that you can uh, attend and join that can teach you various um, good good online skills. For example, like Microsoft courses and stuff like that. Yeah. I see. So basically, along along with all the usual gaming, they, they also like organize like educational games la, to help uh, education wise. Also, <clears throat> yeah, Yongki, may I say something? Sure, sure. Yeah, Go regarding ahead. the uh, online, uh, sorry, the online learning that the the one which uh, Microsoft are having, we teachers are also uh, learning through those sites also. Just That's to um, yeah, to have more, you know. 
uh, keep us updated with what Microsoft is offering. Yeah, we have that too. Would you say that? Would you say that? Uh, even teachers have been uh, starting to get more involved in like um online learning, on, online, and online learning, yeah. and online technologies. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. That's really great to hear, lah. That everybody is like <laughs> uh, improving themselves uh, yeah, just because of uh, the COVID nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. All right. Talking about like uh, improving improving ourselves, uh, maybe we can answer the question of like, how would you think the education system would develop forward in time? Because like, <clears throat> since the COVID nineteen has arrived and like there will be changes to the um, education system now, from like physical uh, meetings to virtual meetings, mm -hmm. so will there be any kind of uh, development uh, in the future time? Well, in my own personal opinion, it's quite... Um, it, it, the time now is very uncertain. But of course, using technology is... It, it's, it's, uh, technology is being used more now, um, as mentioned by, you know, having virtual classes, virtual meetings, because we are still at that very cautious state. You know, we, we can't really be close to our students as we want to um, because we are still at that uh, stage where, but I, I don't know, I believe that it, it's still uncertain, but uh, basically online classes is the way forward now, more of virtual, even though I, I, I'm a bit of an old timer where I still love to be with my students and um, having them face to face, you know. Yeah. All right. All right. And so maybe the virtual volunteers can also like share. Yeah, please. Uh, how, in, in your opinion, what, what, what would be the development that you guys may hope for la, in the future? <laughs> Anybody want to share? Yeah, I can share. Right. Um, I mean, um, for us now, we are actually studying online classes, right? But in case that, uh, hopefully, that soon there will be face-to-face -face classes as well. But there's there's a possibility that the online classes can always be there as a substitute, you know? Uh, in case someone misses a face-to-face -face class, they can always be a, a substitute recorded or any other way of uh teaching them through online. Like for example, PowerPoint slides, it's not something that we are only learning for this situation, but it's something that's useful for future purposes as well. Like, um, yeah, the teachers can actually share the teaching classes, everything through uh, online materials to the students as well as a substitute. Yeah. All right, that's true. Like we can move towards like a different approach towards how we <clears throat> provide to the students, right? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do agree. Uh, in fact, I do encourage my teachers to actually use YouTube because um, there is one way of teaching also by using YouTube, isn't it? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Zaid mentioned just now using YouTube because there's so many things you can actually explore um, via YouTube. And I 
uh, again, I mentioned, I, I do encourage my teachers to actually take a video tape themselves um, and then use whatever material that they have and uh, present it in the classroom. So they don't really waste a lot of time explaining because, um, you know, time is very limited in class. So by using um, YouTube or their own recordings, they can just present it um, virtually or even when they are in class, they just show it and they don't have to repeat the lesson again to the those who are absent. They can just, you know, uh, maybe share it via WhatsApp or Telegram. So those who couldn't attend the class will not actually miss the lesson, my opinion. I see. All right. Um, in, in, uh, just, just out of curiosity, right, Pon Lily, uh, from your teaching experiences, uh, and I believe that you have tried out uh, different ways to provide your lessons to your students, right? Um, oh, yeah. Which platform do you feel like, you know, it's... Um, effective you mean um now with mco or previously mm, maybe you can say the differences also like before and after right um previously most of us we do still use chalk and talk which you're familiar with that isn't it whereby the teacher will give a lot of uh it's more of a teacher-centered and but now it's more towards um student-centered where we we encourage our students to present. Um, for example, for Moet classes, we would, um, Moet is actually English classes, right? So we do encourage our students to um, present themselves, um, give their opinion regarding topics that we give. And uh, as for now, we encourage them to do a vlog, right? And uh, share it via WhatsApp or Telegram. So the, the thing is, you can see how the students develop when they were first um, um, register in a lower six and how they develop and how they have some confidence when they are presenting by using um, videos or when they record themselves you can see the progress you know and we share it in class and their friends will give conducive comments just to improve themselves and yeah by using by having maybe a YouTube channel, we do encourage vlogging. Yeah. So that's something new, isn't it? But uh, wow. on my, in my opinion, I still want to be with my students. Though you can't really have that, um, how do you say, personal touch now as much as before. But now the personal touch is um, asking, uh, what, what kind of, um, getting in touch via WhatsApp or Telegram, yeah, or email. You don't get that really personal touch anymore. Yeah, my opinion. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Definitely, <laughs> like COVID nineteen has like prompted people to you know uh, be more engaged and <laughs> try to improve themselves, uh, And although the sacrifice of it is that lesser physical meetups, uh, right? Yeah, true. <laughs> all right, all right. Any anybody else want to share? Yeah, please do share. <laughs> Uh, so can I share something? Sure. So like, so like, um, I feel like this um COVID thing can actually there's this one thing that I guess not a lot of uni, I mean not a lot of schools have implemented it. Um, uh, there's this software. I think I think it's a software. It's called Iris. 
So like, I feel like this can be implemented in the future for those who can't attend exams physically. Yeah, I mean, there are also several reasons why, you know, sometimes students can't attend exams, but I feel like if they have a choice and like they, they don't, they don't, don't want to go for like a physical test. I mean, I guess they can do their test at home through this iris because iris is like a program where like you, you still sit for a test, but like there are still invigilators like looking at you. Yeah. I feel like this can be implemented in the long run. Like let's say for those who really, really cannot make it instead of having like a, you know, like a sub test, like a replacement test, they can maybe do this if they can. Yeah, I feel like that, that lah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Madeline, sorry, Yongji, uh, Madeline, that's really interesting. I haven't heard of that apps yet, uh, but I still, but I believe we still have a long way to go um, for schools to be having, uh, to be implementing those kind of tests. But it's really interesting. But yeah, that's a way forward, maybe having um, tests done virtually, as you've mentioned, through that apps, yeah. Yeah, that is indeed actually like something new. <laughs> I never heard of it before. And like actually, <clears throat> now that I think of it, maybe that uh, even with this iris, in the future, maybe the education system may, may not even need to, uh, may not even need physical meetups. But of course, like physical meetups are definitely nice to bond together as humans. Uh, oh yeah, Nisha, uh, you had something to <laughs> share just now? Um, okay, uh, I want to say something about the effect of uh, COVID-19 in education system, uh, actually. Um, in my opinion, um, the quality of teaching, uh, it will be impaired because students can no longer uh, enjoy interaction um, in the classroom. Why I said uh, this? Because um, we realized that in an online setting, it is more difficult for students to ask uh, questions and for the teacher to see how the response for the students because in the classroom uh, everyone can observe each other's body language and make an eye contact but besides uh, when online teaching um, we cannot see the truth of the body language or uh, the, um, make a real eye uh, contact and um, it is through such as uh, in Arrangement that, that, that students can listen to their peers uh, about the feedback uh, of their uh, homework, uh, for example. And then um, I think if online uh, learning, it will be still uh, conducive with a peer, uh, with a peers. Uh, I mean, like when a students have uh, homework, then the the other friends can give a feedback. Besides, the teacher gives a feedback. Yep. I see. All right. Thank you, Nisha, for that sharing. All right. So maybe we can move on to another question. <clears throat> All right. The next question coming up would be, um, what are actually like some good habits that the students can cultivate from uh, online learning education because you know that some students actually um, have some issues dealing with the sudden change and they may even still be like um, flustered of like what to actually be okay with, what to actually settle with and 
maybe somebody has a sharing for that. Uh, I feel like um students can actually, um, from this whole thing, I feel like they can actually learn how to manage their time, because not gonna lie, as a student, going through all these online online classes, it can be very confusing. Like sometimes you just don't know when is when, because it's as it's not as effective as um physical classes, right? So like I think for students, we can actually. Um, manage our time, learn how to manage our time properly because you you can still, it's easier for us to slack because you can just go online class, mute yourself off your camera and you can just lie on your bed and sleep because there are times where some teachers, they will just teach but they don't um, engage students. So like as students for that kind of teachers, maybe we would like take advantage of like we just, you know, like, yeah, never mind lah. We can just off our camera, off our our mic, then we can just, you know, sleep. But like I feel like it's quite it's not it's not a good habit lah, because we're just taking advantage of it. And like I feel like through like all this online online learning thing, we also need to learn how to manage our studies because um like um physical class like, like let's say for secondary school, you can still like pass up homework and everything, right? Like let's say teacher say, oh, I want you to submit your homework tomorrow. And then let's say if you don't submit your homework tomorrow, you can get punished. But then through this online thing, there is you can't get punished for anything. You can just not submit anything. So like, cause uh, I I actually saw this um, what how say uh this article about like uh, a teacher who is trying to ask the students to do this homework and everything, but like students just ignored her message. Like none none of the students actually reply. And I feel like that's quite bad. And it's quite um I mean at the end of the day, I feel like the teachers are not suffering like suffering a loss is the students because you are not learning anything by just doing that. Like just or oh, I don't want to learn. I'm very lazy today. So I just want to do my own stuff and yeah. Yeah, that's what I think. All right, <laughs> maybe Pon Lily has anything <laughs> to address about uh, any experiences in a virtual yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I can't believe Madeline, you actually miss being punished by your teacher. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good to know that means you, yeah, uh, missing virtual classes, right? Where you get to beat. Uh, meet up with friends and ask questions to your teachers. Well, um, honestly, what you said about some students um, taking advantage of classes, you know, when when it's online classes, so you just mute your microphone and turn off your camera so that the teacher can't see you and, and yet you're on your bed asleep until your class is um, over. Well, that do happen. And also another case where the students just, uh, let's say, uh, they form a, a teacher form a WhatsApp group and the students just left the group without saying anything. So that's kind of rude. But um, those kind of things uh, doesn't really happen with my classes, but some just, some, I would say MIA. But when um, I 
try to find out what what really happened to this student of mine. Sometimes um, they were caught in their hometown where the internet line is not as clear. So they can't always be online when there's class. So yeah, that's one of the reasons why some students go MIA. But I do agree with Madeline whereby time management is actually really, really important because you need to manage your time. Because I know during MCO, some of you turn to be vampires because you slept during the day and only at night you wake up. Am I not right to some of you? <laughs> you are very correct. Guilty of that too. Yeah, I know. Only at midnight you appear. <laughs> so yeah, time management is really important. Yeah. Indeed, indeed. No. Right. Anisha, do you have anything to share? Yeah, sure. Um, adding on to what Miss Lily and Magdalene has said about management, time management skills, uh, it's really important actually, not just for secondary students, but higher education, like university students as well. Um, for example, um, according to my own experience, right, uh, time management is really important for me because, um, of course, you will have uh, online classes as well, and you, you also have other activities that you want to do. So it's very necessary to know how you manage your time, how you keep time for online classes and how you keep time for other activities. So for my own personal experience, I would suggest something uh, to how to keep keep your time in, in useful purposes. So what you have to do is like just make up a schedule for each and every day um, and make sure you have a time for every activity. For example, you note down when is your online class and you make sure when to join it. And after you join it, you can do your activities. Make sure you note, note those activities down as well. And that's how you, that's how you manage your time, time uh, according to your online classes as well as your activities. Yeah. Maybe you wanted to say something? Yeah, because I really agree with that because honestly, like staying at home every day, you just feel like every day is the same. Like let's say if there's physical school, at least you know, okay, I have to go to school and in school, I get all of my homework done. I learn, I do do all those stuff. Lah. But then now that you're at home, so like online class, it just doesn't feel like a class. It just feels like something online. And the thing is, everything we do is all online. So it just feels like a very um, basic thing. Like let's say you're on Facebook. Facebook is also online. So for me, sometimes I also like, I kind of like mistaken uh, Facebook. How to say uh, not Not really mistaken. Uh, it's just that I forgot that I have online classes because you know, when you're on Facebook, you just, you just scroll, scroll, scroll. And then like, you know, eight hours have passed. And then you're like, oh no, like... I miss my online class and that's that's the I mean one one of the disadvantage of online classes is that you know sometimes you know that it's recorded so you just go like oh it's okay I can look at the recording but then you just don't so that's <laughs> what I think la. <laughs> you just get to engross with the Facebook internet by just yeah. scrolling at what other people are updating yeah yeah, because you get so carried away and then exactly. like I feel like I feel like um most of the students like why they do that, like why they unmute or like why they're off their camera 
and just take advantage of it is because there is sometimes uh, there is like a recorded a video like like now it's recorded right so uh, it's okay lah I can miss it's okay got video but then yeah. by the time like, let's say it's near exam there's no time to watch so many videos you know exactly yeah. it's taken advantage of the uh, what has been given to you isn't it yeah huh. and so I believe another thing that you need to have um, when you are doing online classes will be integrity you have to be honest with yourself because like you mentioned, Madeline, at the end of the day, it's actually not, um, it's all up to you. And, you know, the studies, the exams, it's all for you. Because for the lecturers or for teachers, um, we don't really feel the effect because we've gone through all that. It's actually for you guys, students, how we, uh, for us teachers, how we are learning to just keep up with the new technology now just to share with you so that we can actually um, teach much better so that we don't have cases where students just switch off their mics, uh, off their camera and fall asleep again until class is over. So we try to come up with various interesting ways to make our lesson interesting. Just tying it up with the first question just now, my opinion. All right. I mean, with all the discussion that for this question, we can all conclude that, you know, whether physical or virtual, we students have our own responsibilities and we need to uphold them, manage our time well and having our integrity during like these virtual sessions and not take advantage of them. All right. Uh, we are actually coming to an end to our first episode of this podcast. So, um, does anybody have any last sharings that they want to give? Right, if not, then I believe that we can uh, slowly close off this uh, session and just to refresh some of the contents that we have mentioned earlier. So basically how COVID-19 has affected the education system uh, from a teacher's point of view, it uh, positive in a positive uh, perspective, it prompts like the teachers to find innovative solutions. And for students, it may be easier to access notes and all. And <clears throat> maybe the education system will develop uh, Pretty much virtually lah and because the situation now has still been very stagnant maybe it has been improving but still virtual uh, solutions are the way to go for now and then regarding the activities that students can do during this pandemic for those who are uh, unsure of what they can do for their learning uh, learning wise they can uh sorry one lily actually encourage you guys to read more and also watch YouTube more, but not like some random videos, but educational videos. And it also has been mentioned that even teachers have been getting more involved in like uh, online learning technology and stuff like that. And uh, surprisingly, gaming sessions have been um, uh, established uh, for people to actually get together just because this COVID-19 uh, situation has uh, separated people away for quite some time. And that is actually surprising news. 
and uh, not just uh, regular gaming sessions, but also like educational games, as Zaid mentioned. Then the uh, essentially the good habits that students can cultivate is self-management, managing managing their own time, uh, and I believe that we all emphasize a lot on that lah, and we can pretty much agree that we students have our, our own resp responsibilities to uphold and it would be great that if we can keep that up even in virtual environments lah. and all right so all in all i would like to say thank you to everyone for this very insightful session i really enjoyed the session and i hope it's the same for you guys and i appreciate everyone to spend their time in this podcast and to share these wonderful thoughts with us and so, thank you, Juan Lili, our special guest, for joining us today. And then, thank you to the three virtual volunteers for joining us too and to share your sharings with us. And that will be it for the first episode of the podcast. And then, see you all next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Bye-bye, everyone. If you like our podcast, please help us to share with people around you. You can like us on Facebook or follow us on Instagram at Speak Up Malaysia, where we share how we are working towards quality education in Malaysia. See you next time.